0: Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, the sixth of November, and Wall Street loving it overnight. Dow up 544 points. The Dow Jones is now, or rather, the S&P 500 is now up 7.38% since Friday, and the FANG stocks, the big tech stocks, are up 10.1% since Friday. Our own all-tech index, which fell 9.16% into the election has bounced 9.16% over the election. So we are benefiting on the tech front from the sentiment in the US. It's not really fundamentally important to our stocks, but sentiment is a large part of every share price. So we've been doing okay as well. Resources had a big night. The gold price up $50. The gold sector absolutely flying along today. Northern Star up 6.2%. We hold that in the growth portfolio. Oil a bit weak and lots of stock stuff. I'll come to that in a minute. I heard an American media hack. On the radio last night, saying that the skill of the media outlets covering an election was to pretend that something decisive is about to be announced at every moment, so you keep watching, and that all the outlets knew early on that this would be decided until... wouldn't be decided until much later. And that certainly has proven to be the case. Anyway, waiting for the states to come in, waiting on, as you know, Nevada, Georgia, Pennsylvania, North Carolina. There are 27 combinations of state results that would give Biden a victory. There are only four combinations that would give Trump a victory. Sports bet is paid out on Biden. The odds at Betfair on Biden are $1.06. And on Trump, it's been out as far as $13. Biden saying there's no doubt he will be elected president, but urging patience. And I delayed this podcast until Trump spoke in the White House. And it was a bit like listening to one of Dan's predictable media conferences, which drone on the same themes every time. The theme this time was how corrupt the election was. He dismissed whole states as being corrupt. Really is astonishing he has got away with this. The expression bad loser comes to mind, although you better be careful he hasn't lost yet. But for the stock markets, it's not about Trump or Biden. It's about the Senate and it's about... The Democratic hopes of winning the Senate fading after a number of Republican incumbent wins. And as one newswire said, Wall Street warms to a divided government without a blue wave and without Democratic control of the Senate. The chances of tax hikes, antitrust cases against big technology, Medicare changes that dent earnings for healthcare companies are much reduced. A Republican-held Senate is expected to block any major policy changes, which is positive for big tech, healthcare, all industrials, anyone paying tax hence the performance of big tech. The other impact is a Republican-held Senate is thought likely to delay that five to seven, I heard seven, seven trillion dollar stimulus bill post-election, although there are some suggestions that the block on a stimulus bill isn't so much Republicans versus Democrats as Republicans and Democrats versus Trump. And it may well be that there is more cohesion in Congress should the White House see the back of him. Anyway, all good for the markets in the short term. Wall Street Journal has an article today saying the post-election market momentum is overdone. There are always finger waggers, of course. Hamish Douglas at Magellan, on the other hand, says a Biden win is a nirvana for stocks. And the Magellan funds had a funds under management update today. And the share price is up 0.8%. It was up about 3% earlier on today. And there was a buy signal on the charts as well. Other observations, volatility dropping. VIX index has been coming off ever since Election Day and the US dollar and US interest rates are dropping, I think, on the idea that a stimulus bill will be held up and on the prospect of two months of a lame duck period, either without a a clear winner in the White House or with Trump in the White House this sort of lame duck, we don't know who's in power, idea is bad for business confidence, damages the economy. And the other factor is that the Democrats, if they get in, may take a more serious approach to the virus, in brackets lockdowns, question mark. Although again, that's unlikely until January the 20th inauguration, by which time we will have had another two months of cases going exponential in the US, record number of cases overnight again in the US. Although by January the 20th, of course, vaccine hopes might actually have been replaced by a vaccine. But this idea that the economy is going nowhere without a stimulus bill is damaging the US dollar, damaging or not damaging, but lowering US interest rates. And on the back of that, the Aussie dollar, you'll notice since the election has gone from 70 cents to 72.78 cents today, which is a US dollar thing rather than an Aussie dollar thing. But significant rally in the aussie dollar over the election Uh, the fomc u.s central bank met last night routine stuff. statement virtually unchanged from the september policy meeting talking about the virus being particularly concerning not feeling comfortable will use its full range of tools to sustain the economic recovery standard stuff lots of stock stuff today macquarie have results today It's up a little bit, up a percent or so. Half year results in line with most expectations. Dividend 50% payout ratio, 40% franked, profit down 32%. Not much to say there, really. Chart looks okay. NAB after the results yesterday, they're up 3.3% on results yesterday. They're hardly changed today. I've put the research in the newsletter. Average target price 4.1% above the current share price. There was a time there where brokers had the average target price 20% above the current share price. That's come in a long way. Morgan's actually downgraded today. We don't hold the banks. We're not about to buy them in a growth portfolio. Amcor upgraded earnings guidance this morning. They're up three. we hold them. REA Group up 2.5% on quarterly revenue numbers. The average broker, you'll see in the strategy piece, the average broker target price is 13.6% below the current share price. And the chart, though, is very bottom left to top right. Good chart. Recent buy signal as well. And Treasury Wine Estates, which fell 8.2% yesterday on that speculation, they keep calling it, about China imposing a retrospective anti-dumping duty, has come ripping back today. I haven't had any news on the China front, but TWE up 7.8%. I did write yesterday that somewhere within all this, there'd be a buying opportunity on the stocks impacted by Chinese antagonism towards Australia. Kicked off by that stupid, let's find out where the virus came from investigation. That is proving to be a big mistake. And probably, inspired by Trump, Morrison will probably be kicking himself that he allowed Trump to push him into that. It's costing us billions. Anyway, a Biden government might, or rather a Biden president and a democratic government might have a better attitude towards the Chinese, in which case... This situation might improve at some point. Anyway, Treasury Wine Estates bouncing right back today. And finally, Corp, which we hold in our income portfolio, up 10% today on talk of a private equity bid they're up 13.8% now. Not the most inspiring stock or chart, but there has been a buy signal just recently. Now on the growth portfolio, we're going to add a small holding of zip money. We don't hold buy now, pay later. Can't justify it on fundamentals. It is a buy on weakness. So adding a small holding in that and a bottoming on the chart, have a look at the chart, short term stuff, bottoming on the chart, short term. Otherwise, technical observations, no sell signals, 21 buy signals as the market bottoms, buy signals on travel stocks, Sydney airports, flight center, Webjet. You could name a few others as well. As New South Wales looks to open its borders to Victoria and as the Queensland Premier comes under pressure, particularly from New South Wales, to stop playing games and open their borders. You may have seen the exchanges between Palaszczuk and Berejiglian. Have I pronounced that right? Apologies, New South Wales. Where a text... To the Queensland Premier from the New South Wales Premier asking for engagement on borders. Got a na 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 on the state of origin reply. Grow up, anyway. Travel stocks doing okay, at least on the charts. And you'll see all the charts in the strategy piece today. Other buy signals, plenty about. Baby bunting, bingo, we hold those. MFG I've mentioned Downer Ramsey Healthcare Vicinity Centres Australian Finance Group AFG good chart that one anyway that's in the strategy piece today right that's about that our growth portfolio I'll put that in the strategy piece in a minute our growth portfolio outperforming again today courtesy of Amcor up 3.9% Bingo up 2.6% Northern Star up 6.2% Newcrest up 3.5% REA Group up 2.8% Treasury. Winds up 8%. Anyone would think we knew what we were doing today, anyway. Right, that's about that. Our market up 34. It sort of dropped 25 points when Trump spoke with his fraudulent accusations. Seems to have firmed up again. Dow futures down 65, which is not that flash, and going sideways. No ask an analyst today. Next one will be on Friday the 13th. You have a fabulous day and I will see you in the weekend email tomorrow.